nothing but the hits. Thanks for joining us. This is Back to the 80s. Toscano and Chang here with you. To my right, as always, is the incomparable, ever so wondrous, man of a million illusions, the oh, Chang. Thank you. Well, everybody, yes, I am like a deodorant, the right guard. Sometimes I'm sure. How's everybody doing out there in the COVID environment? Are you getting along, keeping clean, wearing your mask, and keeping six feet distance? Or have you lost your mind completely and you're running around in a frenzy? Welcome to Back to the 80s. Toscano, I was just thinking of you the other day as I was uh, putting on my spandex. (laughs) What does that got to do with me? I'm surprised you weren't thinking of me when you were putting on your booty socks. Well, no, I wasn't. But when my wife put hers on, I thought, well, should I hit her for a game of tennis? Or is she going to impersonate Toscano tonight? (laughs) I wanted to know one thing, Toscano. Did you wear those ridiculous socks in the 80s? And if you did, do you still have some of those little balls laying around that maybe you could make, (laughs) like, ice cream animals? You've seen the kids do these, right, with the little little tiny eyes that Uh, move about? Yeah, I've seen them. Actually, my wife teaches her, her children at her school how to do the, all that stuff. But no, I did not. Nice. But what I can tell you what, though, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Another week that goes by without seeing the sunshine as we used to. And you know, it's funny, mm-hmm. Ching, because now that we're in lockdown, have you noticed that even if you do go outside, it's not as fun as it was before for some reason? No, it's not. But for the uh, ever so uh, beautiful Chang, it's always, always an event when I go outside. Whether I'm under the influence of something fantastic, or if I catch my own beauty out of a reflection, I just have to look up to the sky and say, hey, thanks for making me me. As a matter of fact, when I was enjoying myself just the other day, Toscano, I thought of you. I was uh, flipping well, on some what of kind my of fun were you having? spandex. Well, I was putting on my wife's spandex because I thought maybe one of these days we would go into character. And uh, I don't know if you remember sometimes... Uh, Boys wore spandex and leg warmers. Yeah, that back in the eighties was a shock. Well, speaking of shock, before we get into yeah. any more any more shocks, I want to take this opportunity to invite you guys to listen to us every single Friday. So listen to Toscano and Chang here on Back to the Eighties. We're on the entire day, the entire week for you guys, and we also want to announce that we do have a phone number for you guys to call in. All right, everybody out there, you can get a hold of us at the area of 714-386-9797. That number again to reach Toscano and Chang is 714-386-9797. And remember, make it short and sweet because that's the way me and Toscano like our midgets. Well, today we have a fantastic program for you because we want to talk about Shows that made the 80s great. So that's TV shows, television shows of that era. Now, granted, not all the shows were your favorites or my favorites, but nevertheless, we're still going to reminisce on some of those. Let's go top five shows each, okay? So let's do top five shows each, but let's start with top shows that we hated and five that we loved. Okay, I'm, I'm giddy to hear this list because you know me i've got my own two cents to drop into the old cookie jar 
let me go ahead and start it off. But I'm going to name, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to cause a lot of controversy and a lot of hate letters, probably, most likely. Nice. Please. Nice, essay. My number one show on my I Do Not Like list started from 1982 and went on to end in 1993. I want to play you the intro music to this television Ooh, show. Okay. I think you can guess, Chang. What do you say? I say go for it. And if I don't know it, then I'll wing it. Get it? Ah, 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 wings? I, <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right. Well, here you go for today's uh, trivia. So this is the number one yes. show I could never get into. Here we go. So the number one show on my list of shows I did not like is Cheers. I can't believe you. I think you're out of your mind. I think you're drinking right now. What's the matter with you? Did, were you a you fan not of Cheers? Enjoy that television show. You were a fan of Cheers. A big fan. I watched it all the way to the finale. As a matter of fact, me and my homies, uh, we would get together and drink low and brawl beer, get stoned out of our minds, and we would watch Cheers like it was a religion. Dude, you can't beat the coach. You can't beat Woody. Sam was an animal. Diane was hot. Yeah, but and she did was very needy. Yeah, did, did you know that Cheers was named after the toast Cheers in Boston? It's it's Little a group. Boston, yeah, it's a group eh? of locals where they meet to drink, relax, chat, and have fun. So it was actually a real place. Really? Yeah. Now let me ask you this. Do you think Marky Mark snuck in there with a fake ID every now and then to get into Cheers? Well, Maybe he had Norm get him some, you know, get him a beer outside. I don't know. Maybe Carla hit on him. Well, if we know bathroom, if, if we know Mark Wahlberg, he he probably thinks he was cool enough to get in there. And I love Mark, yeah. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> but. Now, did you enjoy him as Marky Mark, or do you like him as Mark Wahlberg, the personality uh, via? Acting. No, I, I like prefer a, him in the acting role. I like him in the acting role. Yes, I like him in yeah. the acting role. So uh, go ahead and yep. what was your one of your choices for dislike on TV shows? Oh, it has to go hands down with the facts of life. I could not stand that show. That girl had eyebrows like Groucho Marx, and it would just freak me out. I would be like, how does she have blonde hair with black Groucho eyebrows? I can't believe it. I would get so freaked out that I couldn't watch a Marx Brothers show ever. So the, the facts of life, control. just so you know, it came on from 1979, ended in 1988, and it was a, it was a spinoff of different strokes. Did you know that? Because they, they kind oh, of yeah, lived in the... That was another show I disliked. I don't know about you, but I had a, a very big problem. You gotta be kidding the, me! Come on, don't, <laughs> don't tell racial, me. But you did know you, what I was going did, to say? Yeah, I knew exactly what you were going to say, and I can't believe you're going that way because <laughs> this was a great TV show. A great TV. What you talking about, Toscano? <laughs> That's right. But let's go back to the facts of life because it was living okay. in the same universe as different strokes. As a matter of fact, they made some guest appearances on both shows, if you remember. Yes, you're right. Do you know who uh, was on there? George freaking Sexy Clooney. George Clooney was on the Facts Are of Life. Are you serious? He had long hair. You, yes, I don't remember You George can look Clooney. it up. You can Google that. Anybody listening, Google it. You're going to see a young, semi-long-haired, handsome George Clooney. Here's what I do Devastating remember. Does a woman die? <laughs> Here's what I do remember. I do remember Janet Jackson being on the show. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? That's right. Yes. 
right. Yeah. All right. So for so for my show number two, show number two, and like I said, people are gonna probably hate me, but it's just it wasn't my bag of chips. Okay. So show number two was the show none other than Dallas from 1978 to 1991 on CBS. It revolved around the Ewings, you know, the Texas family oil cattle ranching industries. And it won a bunch Mm -hmm. of awards. So it was a big thing for adults. I guess that's why I didn't like it, because it was something for adults and it was just too serious for me. You know, uh, I I have to tell you, uh, my uh, sister used to watch uh, Dallas. Uh, A lot of people in my neighborhood used to watch Dallas. Now, the thing that intrigued me the most about that show is the hot chicks. Come on. I'm a long-haired kid, teenager. Hot chicks. That's where it's at. That was the only reason I ever asked my sister to tape it, because I wanted to see who looked hotter in that show. Was it Mary Ellen? Uh, Was it the little blonde girl? Uh, I believe her name was uh, Charlene Tilton. Or was it Victoria Principal? Because at any given moment, one of those chicks looked hot. Now, I remember uh, the other girl. She was the daughter of, oh, his name. He, his name? Oh, Bing Crosby's daughter. She was also in that. I think her name was uh, Kieran uh, something. I, 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 I could be corrected. Yeah, I had no idea. It was all the hot chicks. I had no idea. Well, so what was another one of your dislike shows we're on number what is it number three yeah i'd have to go probably with uh oh three's company oh you have got to be kidding that's my favorite show of all time no and i just blurted it out right now i should have kept it a secret no you see you blew your own wad right there you might as well just come clean (laughs) you have got to be kidding me larry fan a jack fan i was a jack tripper fan all the way all the way okay now and it was just the ropers or did you like Mr. I liked Furley? The, right? I liked Mr. Furley. I liked them both. But so so that was a show you'd really dislike. What was your reason for it? Uh, I just it was always to me the same old thing. You know, Jack wasn't going to get in the sack with either of the hotties. As a matter of fact, Janet was my most favorite. As a matter of fact, Mrs. Chang resembled her uh, when I started dating her. But that's another story. <laughs> and uh, you know, I used to enjoy Jack for his physical comedy, but. Uh, Mr. Furley, I always thought he was like maybe a little bit of a fruitcake, bit of a prude. Uh, I used to like the, the, the Ropers. They were a good, clean, married couple. But uh, Larry got on my nerves. Uh, Regal Beagle got on my nerves. Someone knock on my door. I don't want to knock on the door. If they, if they were knocking on my door, Toscano, I wouldn't answer. I'd jump out the window and get the hell out of my room. All right. So number three for me will be Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. What? It came on from 1981 and it ended only six years later and it was all on NBC and if you don't remember or don't know it was a police drama and uh, yes. it was it chronicled the lives of the staff and of a single police precinct. So it, it was just too boring for me and then the, that intro song, I couldn't stand it. Oh yeah. The intro song was kind of lame. You, you, it kind of like put you to sleep but I have to tell you that was one of my favorite shows. Now of course... Some of you know and some of you don't. I grew up in the hood. I'm used to cop action. I'm used to things going down in the barrio, bro, in the hood. You know, the junte, having to go to the junte. You have to go to the big house. You know, here comes the fuzz, the placa, the policia, the man. <laughs> so I always was intrigued. 
thing that I grew up seeing one side of the police, so it was interesting to see a TV show that kind of showed another side, but yet still give you the nitty-gritty of what cops do out there, why they do it, and every now and then you had a bad cop in there. So it was kind of cool. Kind of opened the doors for shoe, uh, shows like uh, The Southland, and then, of course, my favorite, uh, uh, The Shield. So I, I was always uh, I was into that show. You were into that. One of my favorite. Well, shows. name name another one. We're on number four here. So a number four most disliked show. Not landing. Oh, I have to agree with you there. Yes, that's not on my list, but yes, I forgot about that show. Yeah, that show was just boring. Just rich people living in a cul-de-sac. Who gives a heck? You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> If those people were in my neighborhood in Southside Mont Montevideo. We would have rolled them, bro. We would have just opened up their door and took some of their nice furniture, maybe ate some of their, uh, I don't know, some fruit salad. Because they looked like they used to be the barbecue type. You know what I mean? But they were just like, ah, too polyester for me. There was no action. It was only neighborhood action. You know, drama action. Well, Wiser at home action. <laughs> Number four on my list of most disliked shows uh, earned its only five years. They had a short run. It was only five years. They were on ABC wow. and NBC, 1978 to 1982. And although I was very little when this show used to come out, but whenever I used to hear the theme music, I knew it was time to change the channel. And that was Taxi. Do you oh remember? Oh, my God. Yeah, Taxi. I have to catch myself from falling on the floor. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Louis. And, you know, How that's you the first like time I saw Doc Brown. He was like the bum that was always asleep at the taxi station. Oh, dude, Jim. Yeah. I yep. don't know about you, Alex, but something's got to give. I don't know what Louie's looking at. That's exactly. That is the dude, show that I could. Show uh, that's awesome. That's number four on my list. It's not, you know, I kind of went Backwards, but number five would be the okay. worst of all time for me. But uh, what's number four for you? That would be that dumb little Muppet named Elf. Alf, Alf, A L F. Yes, Elf. Yeah, yeah, Alf. Yeah, I can't stand that show. Yeah, that's another one that if we had like a top ten list, that would have never aired if I was an executive. Yeah. Oh, you know what? If I would have been in the audience, bro, I would have probably ran on stage and grabbed that puppet and. Cut it up with my switchblade in my pocket. I mean, that show was ridiculous. But you know what? It had such a large following. Such a large, large yes, following. It did. And uh And I think I think those people were lost in confusion. I think that was taken over by the alcoholic parent uh, syndrome. I think uh Parents would sit at home and, and spend family time and knock back cocktails and then sit there with their children and make them force watch a show where an actual puppet Once a sock with fur on it became <laughs> the lead character in the show. And it's interesting. It only lasted five years as God. well. It only lasted five years. And it was a show. Five years too long. Yeah, and it was a book. show about a friendly E.T., about a friendly extraterrestrial named yeah. Alf who uh, crash landed in a garage and yeah. landed with the Tanner family. Yes. So, Alf. All right, so going on to number Alf. five, which means it's my... Worst, worst TV oh, show okay. or the most disliked in my book. Uh, it was from, now this was a long show. I'm just glad it was when I was very little, but it was from 1972 to 1983. Now, let me give you a little bit of background mm. on this program because whenever I hear, even today, 
and I hear that that theme music. I will literally change it. I don't care. It's mm-hmm. the worst thing I have ever experienced as a kid uh, because I was just bored of it. I didn't find it exciting at all. See if you can guess it. It was a medical military comedy oh, that followed a team man. of doctors to support a staff station in uh, a surgical hospital in South Korea. Now, I know exactly that show, and I grew up watching that show with my dad and my mom. Oh, Seeing yeah. that my dad, was a, my dad was a Korean war vet, so that was one of his favorite comedies. And did you I, like I don't it? understand how he would find nostalgia and humor yeah. in uh, a war where, uh, you know, he did uh, three tours and killed a lot of people and became a tank commander. He was a ranger. I mean, but I guess he had some fond memories, so I, I would salute him on that one if he was sitting here right next to me. Yeah, but uh, you know what's interesting? Like Mash. What what about Mash? Did you not like everything? I thought it was just boring. But like I said, from the initial soundtrack, from the original, from the original music, uh, you know, Mash, the theme song featured an instrumental version of the song. Yes, it's called "Suicide Is Painless," which mm. also appears in the original film. So. It was just mm-hmm. everything, bro. I just think that uh, I wasn't ready. I was just too much of a kid involved in fantasy and things like that. And I wanted I wanted right. really, really funny stuff. And, well, you know, I was really attracted to uh, Three's Company, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But we'll leave that for, for the liked section. So that's my top five. What about your fifth oh, one? God. Which one is your most disliked oh, TV show my, of all time? My most favorite hated show had to be. You're gonna you're gonna laugh. Many children, many generations of young girls and children alike used to watch this show. And the disappointing part of that show is they, they had one sexy rocker guy who was kind of like the '80s Elvis Presley. You had two stand-up uh, comedians in Bob yes, Saget yes. and Dave Coulier. Uh, you had that <laughs> snobby girl that became, you know, his uh, wife, who is currently looking at prison. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had the blonde uh, guy. And then you had the blonde guy who used to come out, I believe, in, a, in another TV show, uh, doing uh, little voices that that uh, sounded like uh, Jack Ching Bada Bing. Do you remember that? Yeah, I'm talking about Dave Cool uh, Coulier, yeah, right? That, the other. He, uh, yep, he used to do a bunch of different cartoon voices. Yeah, he was always doing. Eh, look at me! <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, he was he was known at that time for the for the man of many many voices. Which I mean, dude, it got him a TV show. It did, but, dude. That show just there was just no way I, I couldn't stand it. You know what I'm saying? And then either one of the twins that you put up there, they don't have any lines. This is boring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a, uh, it was, and you know what the sad thing in the Chang household, when my girls were growing up, they used to watch it all the time. Of course. Every night that it was on. You, yeah, you must have loved that. Insane. And me being the good loving father that I was, I would have to sit there and watch it. Now my, now Mrs. Chang would get angry because I would do my stand up material, making fun of the show as the show was going on. And I was entertaining my daughters with my humoristic comments. At the same time, I was just in the show. It was great fun. All right. Stick around here back to the 80s. When we come back, we're going to do top five most favorite 
light TV shows of the decade Ooh. of excess. It's going to be shang-tastic. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome back to Toscano and Chang, back to the 80s. This is the ever-so-loving and beautiful man in his own illusion, the Chang. Now, we're talking about our worst-hated TV shows. We went top five apiece. Now we're going to start off with our top five loved shows or liked shows. And me being the ever-so-wondrous Chang, I thought I would take the helm. Now, Toscano, yeah. my number one show is in your top five hated shows. Are you ready? I'm ready. I know there's no drum roll right now, but I'll give my Oh, own. there's a drum roll. Drum roll, believe it. Nice. Now, that would have to be Hill Street Blues in oh. your face. Oh. In your face. Oh, my gosh. That's right. That's right. I said it. Yes. I make no qualm about it. Great show. <laughs> Hill Street Blues. Okay. All right. Hill Street Blues. My uh, number and, one, but we're going back. I don't backwards. need to tell you why. No, you already explained, you already explained it. In your hate. Yeah, that's right. So let me tell you my number one, although we're going backwards. The so number five is really our number one. So number five on my list of most liked TV shows. Here you go. It's a show that ran from 1984 to 1989. And this one was actually a crime drama. So believe it or not, I did like dramas. And it was running for only five five seasons. But it starred the ever so wondrous Don Johnson and Philip Michael Thomas as Sonny Crockett and Ricardo Rico Tubbs in Miami Vice. You know, uh, the very first time I met you, I knew you were a Miami Vice <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. It. You reeked of Miami Beach water. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. I thought either this guy is an FBI agent or a stunt double for Miami Vice. That's what I thought. <laughs> and then I heard your incredible voice and I said, no. So that's not this that guy. That doesn't surprise you then. Yes, because when I heard your voice, I knew that you were doing a cover for Jose Feliciano in in, in local bars. You know, the, the you. interesting thing is <laughs> that in that show, the one person I didn't like was the chief. We all, we all know James, oh. James almost. I, I didn't like him because he was so, so monotone. And Why didn't you seal off the area? Even if you wanted to, I don't think you could. When I watched that show twice, it was like, I seen him when he portrayed uh, El Pachuco in Zoot Suit. I yeah. went down to the Mark Tabor Theater with my mom. I think it was like maybe between the ages of 13 and 15. I was already growing up kind of radical. You know what I mean? Um, not in, a, in a, a bad way, more of a civil rights good way, you know, but I had a lot of cojones. So when I first seen him on that <laughs> show, I kept picturing him as Zoot Suit. Yeah, he was just... to feel every vato to put on the zoot suit. He went all the opposite in Miami Vice because he was, you know, accentless, but he kept that monotone voice yeah. that he got to me. Talk like this. Yeah. I want you guys to go out there and get him and don't come back to you. Bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. It was always, yeah, monotone but dramatic. 
a Mexican grandpa. Yeah. That's what he was like. There was a severe explosion at the tortilla factory, and I need you to go with Sonny and pick up all the unburnt tortillas and bring them back here to the station. They're evidence. <laughs> <laughs> that nails it. Now, I've got a fun fact for you. Yeah. He graduated from my alma mater in uh, Montevideo. Uh, really? High oh, uh, nice. He attended uh, Montebello High School and graduated the same year my sister did. He is also the brother of a good friend of mine, uh, Jamie Santillian, who is an, uh, a, an RN right now on the front line battling the COVID. Uh, she transpired the disease. She's home now. She's she's better. So thanks be to God on that one. Oh, wow. So. I remember seeing Olmos around every now and then in uh, Montebello as I was growing up. Yeah, Edward James Olmos. All right, so what about you, Mr. Chang? What is your second most favorite show? I would have to go to the ever-so-brilliant My Idol, the man that I emanate when I do stand-up comedy because I think on a dime. I improv with the best of them. I am like a gun shooting up jokes. We have to be Mork and Mindy. Robin Williams, rest your soul, your master. You know what? And I'm not even going to say my uh, next one because it was exactly that. Mork and Mindy, 1978 to 1982, the science fiction yes. sitcom. It was on ABC until 1982, and it was uh, Robin yes. Williams' Mork. For those of you who never saw it, it was about an alien who came to Earth from planet Ork in a small one-man egg-shaped spaceship and uh his he, he landed in a place and met a young lady by the name of pam dauber she was hot mindy mcconnell of course yes and uh what and was great about in a jeep yeah and and they were yeah. in boulder colorado i think that's what it was boulder um, colorado yeah. you're a stand i stand corrected boulder colorado and one of my favorite shows from mork and mindy believe it or not was when they had a kid. Remember, they ended up having a kid, and the kid came in an egg, and the kid yes. was actually an older comedian by the name of Jonathan Winters. Yes. Now, you know, uh, he personally asked Jonathan Winters to portray that character because uh, Jonathan Winters was his idol and mentor uh, when he dove into being a stand-up comic when he was attending uh, school to become an actor. Isn't that interesting? So, yeah. I always thought they, they kind of had a lot of similarities. Uh, Robin Williams was a little bit more raw and free with his uh, act, his material. Yeah, and Jonathan Woodrow. You know just, me. You, yeah. well, away from this microphone, I talk like a sailor, correct? Yeah, yeah correct, yes. So we're I kind mean, of down, so, boy. We're holding you down right now. Jonathan Winters was always a clean, old-fashioned comedian, but just like quick. That dude could think on his feet, you know? Yeah. You could give that guy a scene and he's going to create his whole dialogue. I think that Robin Williams did the same thing. Oh, so that yeah. was one of the high points of that TV show. You know who else I thought was funny? Remember his, his, uh, that guy that used to come down with a crazy black hair that had hair like alfalfa. Oh my God. I forgot his name. Yeah. But no, he I was forgot. always very stern and he looked kind of crazy. So number two or number four, whichever way you want to look at it, for my favorite TV shows was a show that came out from 1981 to 1983. Very, very short seasons, okay? And it was a comedy drama, comedy drama about a flying crime fighter. Look at what's happened to me. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right, the greatest American oh, hero. That, yeah. I forgot about that show. I would have put it in my top hated list. Yeah, well, of course. 
it, it only lasted three years, so they had a very short run. I can see why. I tried watching it the other day on on you on YouTube, and uh, I can see why. But they had one yeah. one or two, and you know what? I think they were trying to make a remake of this for today. Believe it or not, no pun mm-hmm. intended. I would have to go with a show that started in the seventies, and I I watched it in eighth grade, and and I carried on with it. That would have to be the Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno ah, and yes. uh, the courtship of Eddie's father. Yes, you remember yes, Bill yes. Bixby, the great Bill Bixby. That guy was so. When I was a kid, I thought, man, if I could look like Bill Bixby, absolutely, I could be the next hottest actor. Yeah, that's right. But instead, I came out looking like Chim Chim. <laughs> Actually, Ching, you're a mix between Cheech and Chong and a pro WWF wrestler. Yes. Well, you know what? This is one time this this guy, Charles Sanchez, brought me out when I was doing stand-up. He goes, this is what you get if Cheech and Chong could have a baby. You get the Chang. And I always I always thought, well, you know, that's pretty funny. But, man, I had to slap that vato for saying that. But that was awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's kind of who I kind of am, I guess. You know what I mean? Growing up where I did. Yeah, yeah it's, know, it's kind of true. I mean, who knows? I could create my own character, Chang and Ching. You could be Ching. I could be ching ching. Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Here is number one. You got to choose it. Make it count. The number one show on your most liked of programs. Number one. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to let you go first. You ready? Yep. It's corny. Monday Night Football. Oh, my gosh. That wasn't a sitcom, though. That wasn't a TV show. You had Howard Cosell, Don Meredith. Come on, how could you not laugh? <laughs> I'm that, going to give the microphone to the greatest football player of the decade. Sporting number 19 started with a Baltimore coat, Mr. Johnny United. That's pretty good. Stuff was fun. Hey, pretty good, <laughs> huh? You got to remember Don Meredith. Yeah. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You want my, my favorite sitcom okay? your favorite i'm sitcom. going to have to take uh, i have to take another one off your hate list and this was one of my favorite shows it's got to be your favorite your favorite there you have it taxi god yes you're killing me i i i like taxi just about oh i forgot about cheers i could well cheers is in my top 10 but sometimes uh taxi was just hilarious bro because you never knew what jim ignatowski would do what louis was going to do what tony danza was going to do and then you have the ever-so-hot, gorgeous Mary Lou Henner. <gasps> oh, pitter-patter went my feet. But, <laughs> dude, I mean, you had the late, great Andy Kaufman, bro. What can you say about Andy Kaufman? Yeah. A lot of people didn't like Andy Kaufman's style, but I think you have to understand the way the dude was to like his style. And I think that was uh, one know, of the problems that stuff. not a lot of people understood how he was. Yeah, but uh, he was an odd character. Yeah. Rest his soul. Yeah. I thought he was funny. Number one on my list ran from 1979 to 1985. One of the most iconic TV theme songs of all time. And it was a country song. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. All right. Waylon Jennings okay. sang this. And granted, I never oh. liked country, but when this show came on with that orange charger, the General oh. Lee. Oh, now that show was uh, that was a trippy show. 
You know what I mean? You had them. You boys. <laughs> you know, and and uh, I mean Daisy Dukes. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Well, there was yeah. Ro- there was Roscoe, who I thought was the funniest of the of the police, and then you had oh, Boss Hog. <laughs> Yeah, you had Boss Hog, you had Bo and Luke Duke and Uncle Jesse. Oh, yeah, Bo and Luke, yeah, that's so, right. And then you had, uh, what was the name of the cousin? Skeeter? Skeeter, that's right, Skeeter. You, I can't yeah. believe you remembered that. I couldn't remember that. Oh, bro, I got a mind for the 80s that only you and I can unlock the box of the 80s memories that I have in my head. That's why I think this show is perfect for us. <laughs> I uh, think you so. know what I mean? I remember so many things. And now, uh, take it, I am a rock and roller kind of dude, and I did partake in the getting down on the party atmosphere, but I do have a bare lock trap mind when it comes to any kind of nostalgia or stupidity from the 80s. That you do, my friend. And on that note, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, there's more of this nonsense. I can really? remind you right now, and I will remind you, Toscano and Chang are here at Back to the 80s every single Friday. So go ahead and subscribe, download our podcast, and stay tuned. Because coming up in our following shows this month and next month, they're going to be phenomenal. Not just because I say so, because the Chang says so. You're going to have a Changerific time, and the music we play is Changtastic. So just hold on, buckle in, and ride with Toscano and Chang. It doesn't matter which one of us is going to drive. Just enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, the most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. Welcome back to the 80s. This is Toscano and Chang with you. This is the part of the show where we take a moment and reflect on those things that made us angry in the 80s. And in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we've baptized them as Changries. Number five on my list of Changries back in the 80s were guys when they wore shoes with no socks. Oh, man, brother. Can you imagine what that shoe smelled like bro, oh. after nine hours of oh. walking around? Oh, no, 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 no. You know what used to get me Changry back in the 80s? What was that? It was dudes that used to roll up their barbershop-looking shirts. And they every now and then you would see these dudes with these big muscles, and they would have those barbershop quartet-looking shirts. Yeah, the bold red, the bold blue, the bold blue. Remember those? Yeah. I bet you had a few of those, right, bro? I'm not going to answer. You it. know what used to get me changry? Because I used to ask those fools all the time. Hey, sing me a barbershop quartet song, and they would get so pissed off. They would turn into the Hulk with their big muscles, bro, and pop those uh, sleeves and pop those buttons. You know what I'm talking about. You had some guns in those things. Anyway, those shirts used to get me changry. I did. So do those pretty muscle-looking dudes. <laughs> number three. Number three of the things that got me changry back in the 80s were school lockers with the locks that never worked properly. Oh, man. You remember that? Y- oh. y- your days at school, you're going in late, you try to open your locker and it wouldn't open? It doesn't pop up. You're no, just like, exactly. And they used to get mad and used to hit the lock. And, yeah. and nothing would happen. And they used to just bang on it, and then finally you'd give up. And here came somebody else to help you out. They did it on the first try. And you go, wait, how oh, yeah. did you do that? You remember? Sometimes it would get stuck on the bottom, and only the top would open. Yes. And it's going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes I you'd get, get it you, stuck. What? You used to get it stuck on the top, and then you couldn't lock it. Remember that? Oh, man, yeah. That you're so busy. <laughs> You're trying to shove the lock in there and it doesn't close all the way. And you're like, exactly. oh, the bell's going to ring. The bell's going to 
Sometimes, bro. You know what used to get me angry back in the 80s, bro? What's that? Penny loafers, bro. I couldn't stand oh, any food. I, I, I wore penny loafers at one point. When I used to break dance, I used to have penny loafers oh, to do the moonwalk. Man. Wait, okay. You just said something. <laughs> okay, what's, what, what's next for you? Gremlin. The Gremlin oh. was a car. At, before, the, before I had met the Gremlin firsthand, yes. I hated the Ford Pinto. But when the Gremlin came around... I was like, I tip my hat off to you, Carr. You are the ugliest thing my eyes have ever seen. The, the gremlin used to look like a midget grasshopper, you know what I mean? And the wings lift up and disgusting. that was disgusting. Now, trip out on this. My homie, my buddy Ruben Castro, he had a gremlin like that when we were in high school. And, he, you know, he used to show up at all the rock and roll parties, all the, all the metal parties that I used to go to, the punker parties. And he would open the back of his gremlin, bro, and it was an open bar. It was amazing, dude, that some dudes like that in ninth grade could get a mixed drink of any kind from a 10th grader. Oh, man, did I love the 80s. But anyway, he had a gremlin, and I used to make fun of that car all the time. Hey, what are you, do? what are you doing with that insect? You know, but sometimes, man, that gremlin got me to some concerts, bro. God bless gremlins. <laughs> what's, your, what's your next one before we get to the top, Changri? Do you know what gets me Changri about the 80s, bro? Break dancers and break dancers that dress like they were metal. Man, when they used to put the metal studs with the black leather, I used to want to go over there and spin one of those fools in the middle of the street on the cardboard like a top, bro. (laughs) Just spin him around till he vomits all over. I used to hate those break dancers. Always got me changed. Especially if they wore penny loafers with the actual penny inside. Remember that? Yes. Yes, dude. That was ridiculous. Why didn't they put nickels? Nickels are shinier, bro. Hey, don't make fun of me, man. Yes. I got my I got my penny loafers at Kinney Shoes, okay? Oh, <laughs> Kinney Shoes. That's a throwback right there, brother. There you go. Remember the shoes Hush Puppies, bro? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. All right, so number two on the list of things that got me changry, TV dinners that were still cold in the middle. Oh. Especially when my dad used to get that Salisbury steak. Yes. And before, we didn't have a microwave oven in the very early, early 80s. We didn't have a microwave, so we put mm-hmm. it in the oven, and then you take it out too soon because you were hungry, and the middle yeah. was still literally a little piece of ice. Oh, I remember that, bro. You know what used to get me changry in the 80s, bro? When I would put my quarter in a video game, bro, and I wouldn't get play. And then that thing would eat up my quarter, and I'm kicking and banging it, and then I get thrown out of the arcade. That always got me changry, bro. I got ripped off for a lot of quarters, bro. I was a changry kid, bro. When I used to go yes. to the arcade with a roll of quarters, that's 40 quarters oh, or $10. Yes. And half of those, the machine would suck it up. Oh, dude, yes. And, and it was funny. you never get an attendant. Then an attendant's not going to believe some teenagers. No. And those attendants were only a little bit older than us. They were just pissed off because they had a bunk job and they couldn't go to the drive-in and drink beer and scam on chicks. And the most, the most hilarious thing is when you were looking around to see that there was no attendant looking, you start kicking, start kicking the machine, the machine. <laughs> expecting <laughs> it to deliver the goods, and it didn't do nothing. <laughs> oh, man. I remember getting so pissed off and slamming the pinballs, and then it would be tilt, and then I would lose both my quarters and my free games, and I would walk around that whole place changry. Right. I just wanted to bounce on somebody with my leather jacket. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what used to get me really changry back in the 80s, bro? What's that? Flat cake beer. There, I said it, bro. That <laughs> always got me changry. Flat you ever beer. have flat cake beer? No. And you've been looking so forward to having beer and you can't get beer legally and then you get it and it's flat. 
kills the whole party. We never knew no the party. difference when I was a kid. We were like, just be, we were just happy to get some. <laughs> yeah. And what was your favorite back then? I, I didn't even have one because I thought, you know, we, we wanted to impress our friends. We wanted to look cool. And yeah. so whatever we can get, you know, some of our friends, parents, we'd sneak in there and get, and we had all kinds. My dad at my house, he would have, uh, he loved the Irish beer Guinness. But my oh, friends, yeah. oh, my yeah. friends, yeah. it was so different. My friends, it was like Schlitz. It was, oh. <laughs> it was just regular Bud. I mean, it was yeah. an interesting time. Now, I have a lot of great memories of the '80s, but I also have a lot of wisdom too of things where I would not do again. But then again, that's that's how you grow up to be you, brother. That's right. And on that note, this has been back to the '80s. I want to thank you guys for joining us, reminding you guys to take some more time out next Friday. Download one of our podcasts. We invite you to be a part of the family and give us a call here at Back to the 80s and leave us a 30-second little message of what you want to hear because coming up shortly in just a few more shows, I promise Back to the 80s is going to bring you music of that era. And I'm just so, so happy to be announcing here live that we're going to be playing music for you guys. On that note, I'm Toscano. I just want to wish you a happy week. Stay safe. Make sure you do what you're supposed to do. Keep your fellow man safe as well. And we're going to be here next Friday for you at Back to the 80s. And from the Chang, I want you to remember to stay lifted and gifted and remember to keep your world spinning forward because positivity is going to get you through negativity. Till next Friday, we'll see you again. Hasta la vista. Orale.